Thank you for listening to The New Norm. I'm Frank Caramano. Um, round one has been completed, for the Eagles at least. It's pick 25 as I record this. Um, the Eagles stayed at pick 21. They selected Jalen Rager, wide receiver, TCU. Now, before I get into Rager, and again, I'm not negative on, on Rager as much as people might think or, or, or probably expect I am to be, Um I do want to talk about what transpired in them having to select Jalen Rager. Um, clearly, I thought the goal in this draft, and I thought the mission was to get either Ruggs, Judy, or Lamb. I thought they were going to put a full-court blitz on. And specifically, I mean, I loved Jerry Judy. I think he's the best route runner. I continually didn't hear anything with the Eagles with, uh, with Judy. I heard Ruggs, and I heard Lamb. Okay, fine, whatever. Even if I think Judy's the best, I still think him, Ruggs, and Lamb were the clear, the clear three best receivers in this draft by leaps and bounds. Ruggs goes to 12. The, the, first of all, think about that. The draft had played out so perfect that the, the front 10, there was no wide receivers. 11 was the Jets. There was a tackle on the board. I know the Jets had been open to trading that pick. The Eagles did not trade. Um, then 12 came the Raiders. The Raiders, I guess, were trying to go down, but... They didn't get an offer they liked, so they took Henry Ruggs. Then you saw San Francisco trade with Tampa Bay. Then they took it for So Tampa Bay moved up a spot. They took a tackle. The Niners took a defensive tackle. Um, and then, what was it? Denver came up. And Denver was going to pick a wide receiver in every scenario I could have imagined, and they did. They picked Jerry Judy. So now at 16 is the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta was trying to move up. They wanted a corner. They wanted Henderson. Jacksonville took him at nine. So C.J. Henderson is off the board. Atlanta now wants to take a corner, but the thing is they know they can get the corner that they want, and they can get him most likely at 20, 21, 22. I mean, really, the only teams after them that they had to be concerned might take a corner was Dallas. Miami, I did not, they just paid Byron Jones. They weren't going to take a corner, right? I mean, Las Vegas, okay, they did take a corner. But, I mean, okay, so you're dealing with Las Vegas. Is Las Vegas going to take the corner that you want? Okay, if you believe that's a very, very real scenario, I understand the fact that you may not want to trade. Jacksonville had just taken a corner, though. And if you traded with the Eagles, you would have had to, the Eagles essentially, in terms of what that draft points board shows, they would have had to give up a 20-21 third round pick and potentially a sixth or, or a seventh round pick after it. It really was not going to cost the Eagles as much as people think. It truthfully wasn't going to cost the 53rd pick to go up from 21 to 16. It may have cost them, uh, for instance, their third round pick either this year or next year, so be it, whatever. But if you do that, you get... C.D. Lamb. And more importantly, you keep C.D. Lamb from joining the Dallas Cowboys. Now, are they playing 4D chess here? And they think in their head, well, if the Cowboys take C.D. Lamb, that means their secondary, which is already in shambles, remains in shambles? Sure. Obviously, that could always weigh into what they're thinking. And I know that they knew that maybe that Dallas would be, you know, too greedy to not take the wide receiver in, and they weren't. And Dallas made the pick. And I personally... 
I think it's a great pick by the Cowboys. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, should they have probably taken Xavier McKinney? Yeah, I guess they should have. But getting a wide receiver, first of all, if Dallas is thinking in that position, if we don't take C.D. Lamb, right? If we don't take him, that means more than likely he is going to fall to the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Because I guess you could say Miami might. I mean, the Raiders, maybe they just go all in at wide receiver. Uh, Jacksonville might. But it's an absolute stone-cold lock. He ain't going past the Eagles. So Dallas playing the cards, right? They know that how do you make the Eagles not as good? You give Carson Wentz less weapons. So they take CeeDee Lamb. If C.D. Lamb ends up being as good as we all think, and here's the thing, I know it's always ifs with draft picks. Nobody ever knows. Everything about C.D. Lamb fit what the Eagles wanted, right? He's a solid route runner. He's got good speed. He's got good size. And he's got in-freaking-credible hands. That's the thing. And again, was he my number one guy? No, he wasn't. Was he my number two guy? No, he wasn't. He was three. I had him three out of those three, Judy, Ruggs, and Lamb. I had him third. But that does not mean I had him third because I think he stinks. No, I had him third, and he was third by leaps and bounds over four. He does not drop the football. Good size, great route runner. I, I mean, like I said, he, he, he's a poorer version of Judy in terms of route running, but he's got incredible hands, catches everything. He's a cowboy. And all we had to give up to really get that pick was a third-round pick and an additional late-round draft pick. Okay. Just I'm just saying, because, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Like, if next year or two years or three years down the road, we're talking about, man, Cooper and Lamb, can you believe it? Yeah, I could totally believe it. It's a coward's move by Howie Roseman. I'm just so tired. I don't want to hear anybody anymore try to tell me this guy is aggressive. Stop with the, oh man, how he's a gunslinger. He might just do it. He'll trade for anybody. This guy goes all in. Guys, name me the last time Howie Roseman went all in. Was it, what, Golden Tate? Because he gave up a third round. By the way, you gave up a third round pick for Golden Tate, who you had on the team for freaking seven games, and your coaching staff had no idea how to use, right? That's That was their words, not mine. Seven games. You didn't want to give up a third round pick to get CeeDee Lamb, who's going to be here for uh, more than seven years. Remember this. Just just remember this. And you could say, oh, well, you know what? He realized after that uh, Golden, tra- uh, Golden Tate trade that, you know, trading picks like that isn't too smart. What? Because if that's your logic, that's the stupidest damn thing I ever heard. He just gave up a third round pick for Darius Slay, who's 29. Position of need, right? Corner. Nobody was complaining that the Eagles gave up a third and a fifth round pick for Darius Slay. So why in the blue hell would anybody be complaining if the Eagles gave up a third and a fifth round pick to assure assure themselves of getting CeeDee Lamb and assuring yourself that the Dallas Cowboys do not? That's the thing too. You have to realize where he's going. And again, like I said, they might have the ulterior motive that it leaves their secondary in shambles, but come on, please. If that's really what you're thinking, you're really stretching it. You're really stretching it. I mean, really, you got to be sitting here hoping and, and praying that CeeDee Lamb isn't as good as he's going to be. He's going to be really good. I'm just, I, it, this isn't a spoiler. He is going to be really good. He was really good in college. He was really good every year in college. He's going to be really good in the NFL. And guess what? He's not even their primary receiver, and he gets to play in the slot. 
So really, they're playing him in a, in a probably a better position for him. And I know you'll say, well, the Eagles needed an outside wide receiver. Absolutely. But I mean, it doesn't mean you can't move the guy all over the field. This guy doesn't even have to move all over, all over the field. Gallup's going to be on one side. Uh, Cooper's going to be on their uh, weak side. And guess what? CeeDee Lamb's going to be in the middle. So you better hope, you better freaking ho, ho, hope Nicole Roby Coleman could shut down CeeDee Lamb. Or Craven LeBlanc, right? How just the Howie Roseman hype train just please it's canceled. I'm done with it. I'm just done with it. I'm absolutely done with it. And again, maybe Jalen Rager ends up being good. I'm sorry. Am I scared? Uh, scared out of my mind over freaking uh, Jalen Rager? You're absolutely right. You know why? I remember Josh Doxson. That guy stunk, stunk. He's out of the NFL. The Redskins picked him in the first round from TCU. And again. This is going to be, you know, sound like, you know, I, I, I'm going against my point here because I was just raving about CeeDee Lamb. I am not a big fan of Big 12 skill players, but there are exceptions to every rule. Like I said, I was never a fan of Big 12 quarterbacks. Looks like Murray might be all right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's a clear exception to every rule. And, and Mahomes is the absolute best quarterback maybe in the league, obviously, now and maybe ever. Big 12 guy. So there are exceptions. And I think Lamb was a no-doubt exception because he's just got good size. Rager's 5'10". He's bigger, yeah. I know he ran a slower 40 than probably what people expected at, at the combine, but he had the sports hernia. I heard going into today, I mean, all I kept hearing was Ayuk or Rager. I mean, this whole Justin Jefferson thing, another thing, people really wanted him. And and here's the thing. I get why people wanted Justin Jefferson, because when you look at his numbers from the last season, you think, holy good gosh, that guy is incredible. And he's got great hands. He does catch everything, which is obviously a positive, but he's a slot receiver. The Eagles did not need a slot receiver. I mean, I like Greg Ward. I mean, yes, clearly, if they can upgrade it, sure you do. But that wasn't the primary objective going into this draft, was upgrading the slot receiver. The primary objective was getting somebody who could play on the outside. So now you have some speed here because Rager is a burner. He is faster than the time he ran. He ran with an injury. But your outside receivers are going to be Rager and Jackson. Your inside guy right now is, is Ward. Now again, this is just round one. K.J. Hamler is still on the board. There are moves. They, they, they could move up in round two and get a K.J. Hamler. And if you do that, okay, fine. Now I'm, now I'm kind of seeing the vision here. Because if you move up and you get a guy like Hamler, at least then you're saying, we are going to be faster than you on offense rather than what we've been for the last three years which is incredibly slow and the other thing is if you get a Hamler having a Rager is also a nice backup plan for a Deshaun Jackson who had you know missed essentially all of last season is that quitting on Ortega Whiteside well in a way yeah I mean especially after the Jeff McClain report came out this week that you know last year they were all in on picking Sanders and then you know when when Ortega Whiteside was on the board they had uh, uh, four guys, and, and they essentially did a vote on who they should pick, two of which picked Paris Campbell, who was their number one rated receiver on their board at that time. I'm guessing Joe Douglas was the one who kind of went in and said, all right, no, 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 we should take Arthega Whiteside and how he agreed with him. And they picked Arthega Whiteside. And, whatever. and again, I'm not saying Paris Campbell is going to be some, but I mean, the guy can run, absolutely can run. He had just an injury-plague season with the Colts. They had DK Metcalf as the same as Paris Campbell, but they had him flagged for a medical. And you landed on Ortega Whiteside. This team does not have a good history of drafting wide receivers. That's clear and evident. So we'll see what happens here. We will see what happens.
again, I'm not so down on the Rager pick because he can run. He can run. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to get faster. And they liked him. And again, after the front three, it's a crapshoot to me. I think every single guy outside of the front three is going to be an absolute crapshoot. Because you don't know what you're getting. It could be. It could be. Rager's more of a get-in-space run guy. He's not really a clear route runner. So, I mean, that's concerning to me. Yeah, if you get them, get him the ball in space, that's great. But, I mean, it's the NFL. I mean, you know how you get in space? you got to beat the corner with good route running. You know, this whole, I mean, yeah, you can get in space if you're really fast like Tyreek Hill because he's the fastest guy in the NFL. Henry Ruggs had that ability because he'd probably be the second fastest guy in the NFL. I... All I'm saying is just don't come at me anymore with Howie Roseman has guts. He has gall. He's he's willing to trade. That he's not. The last time he made any aggressive move, really a draft day move was was what trading up last year three picks to pick Dillard, a guy he didn't even go and visit, a guy he didn't have come in, or what when he traded for Carson once. Well, okay, cool. That was a great aggressive move. You got the quarterback, and here's what you've done to help him since. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. You're not helping the quarterback. You're paying him $30 million a year, and you're not helping him, right? Now, this pick could help him. Sure, Jalen Rager might help him. But you had an opportunity to go get a guy like CeeDee Lamb, who I know they were high on because it's all I heard for two months were how high they were on CeeDee Lamb, which is obviously false because it would have took a third and a five to go up and get him, and you didn't do it. And you let him go to the team in your division that you're battling every year to win that division and get yourself in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm going to say is we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But if I'm if I'm the Eagles, I mean, I, again, I'm looking here now in round two. You still have K.J. Hamler out there. I would try to go get K.J. Hamler, and i try to make it a track meet on offense. I really would. And then you have a good – if your wide receiver core ends up being a Rager, you know, you have a Hamler, you have Deshaun, then you have, you know, Greg Ward and, and J.J. Arthega-Whiteside as, as essentially your fallbacks with Alshon Jeffrey still on the roster, by the way set to come back potentially at any time, that's a good fallback. And you have six guys there. And Jeffrey's not going to even be on the roster to start the season in terms of, I'm saying even if he is still with Eagles, he won't be on the roster. He's going to be on the physically unable to playlist. So, I mean, really, like, again, they're going to pick another wide receiver in this draft. That's an absolute stone-cold lock, I guarantee it. In the second round, do I think they're going to do it? No, unless they trade up. I, I'd envision that Pittman and, and Hamler and Mims and and. Whoever else will be left there, whoever else you could think of, they'll be gone. But we shall see what happens. Again, I'll be back tomorrow to talk about round two and three. Um, again, yeah, there, there are guys, T. Higgins, there are guys out there. And again, I am taking another wide receiver in round two if one of those guys I just said is still there. Absolutely, 100%. I, that's the position to fix. You are, like I said all along, you used the free agent period to address the defense. You're using the draft to address the offense. And the offensive position that needs the most addressing is wide receiver by leaps and bounds. So you got to throw a couple darts and hope one sticks. Listen, you could take Jalen Rager in the first round and you could pick, let's just say you get T. Higgins in the second round and T. Higgins ends up being really good. Who cares? You're not going to sit back and go, man, damn, you know, I wish we took T. Higgins in the first round. Well, yeah, some people will. But who cares? At least you threw some darts and you got one to stick. Because throwing one last year at J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, it appears like it hasn't stuck. So try to fix the position. I'm not going to bitch that they took a wide receiver in the first round. Is it the guy I wanted? Is it the guy we all wanted? Probably not. Especially when C.D. Lamb was there to be taken. And you let him go to the team in your division. 
But again, I'm not as negative on the pick because I, I do prefer Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is a slot receiver. And, and I, I do think his numbers were very much inflated by the fact that he played with arguably the best college quarterback maybe of all time last season. That helps. Remember, Rager's numbers are not anywhere close to Jefferson's because he played with arguably the worst college quarterback in the history of college football last season. So that doesn't help. And smart teams could evaluate that. And I remember, remember, the Eagles had this thing where they said going into this draft that they had evaluated college production maybe too much, that they weren't looking at other factors. They were just looking, okay, if this guy had good numbers, he must be really good. Danell Pumphrey, right? They fool, He fooled me. I was high on Danell Pumphrey. I thought that was going to be a great pick. He fooled me. And last year, they picked Arthega Whiteside over DK Metcalf. They got fooled, right? So yeah, maybe Rager's numbers aren't that of Justin Jefferson, but maybe they're looking at it from the whole perspective saying, well, Joe Burrow was throwing the ball to this guy and Joe Nobody was throwing the ball to this guy. My fingers are crossed. You know what? I, I was upset, very upset, that we did not trade up and get CeeDee Lamb because I thought it, it obviously was very clear and evident the Eagles could have got one of the front three receivers in this draft. I didn't know if that would be possible at 21. Clearly it was not. They didn't do it. They let one go to Dallas. That stings two ways. And Dallas's wide receiver core is, without any question or doubt, in my opinion, one of the most scary units in the NFL. Say what you want. Be as negative as you want. But their offensive skill players are incredible. When you got those three receivers, you have Ezekiel Elliott. You could hate Dak Prescott all you want. He's pretty damn good. They have him too. They have a great offensive line. Their, their tight end is now not going to be, you know, Jason Witten, who's 40. It's gonna, I mean, really, like, I'm telling you, their offense is really, really good. And people could sit there and tell you, well, defensively, they're weak. Well, maybe they are. Remember, this is only round one. They still got six more rounds here to address their defense. Their linebackers are really good. Their defense line is really good. Right? I mean, so I, I, I'd sit here and tell you, I'm like, okay. Like, don't, don't be, like, people were laughing. They're, like, I, I had to see on Twitter people trying to convince themselves, oh, man, the Cowboys have no defense. We're going to score 100 on them. Okay. Well, you might have to because they might score 90 on you because they are loaded up. I mean, and hey, just so you know, the Redskins, great pick, Chase Young. Arguably the best player in the draft. Uh, the Giants, their weakest point was what? Offensive line. They pick an offensive lineman. Just saying. It's not going to be as easy. The The one good thing the Eagles have going for them next season is with this shorter offseason and all the questions in the air, it's three new head coaches. So maybe these guys aren't so familiar next year. So the Eagles could probably get through next season because we have an established coaching staff. But we shall see. And again, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll have two more picks, hopefully. Maybe one, who knows, if they trade up. But again, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll go over it. At least we'll have a clearer picture of maybe what the Eagles' ideas are for this draft. My guess is they don't pick a wide receiver in round two. I would bet my life if like a Jeremy Chin was on the board, they would pick him. I don't know if he will be. Again, it's pick 27 here. Um, he still hasn't been selected. You know, I, I Maybe Grant Delpit, uh, McKinney, those are the safeties. Um, I could see a corner, maybe a Jalen Johnson if he's still there. I could see a linebacker. I mean, anything's possible in round two. But like I said, those three guys, by the way, I just said are defensive players, right? The whole plan was to fix the offense in in the NFL draft. So 
fix the offense in the NFL draft. And if it takes your first two picks to do so, or first three picks, then do it. I mean, I wouldn't cry if they picked wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. It's your weakest position on offense. You're trying to help your quarterback, who you're giving $30 million a year. Are they going to do that? Absolutely not. But at least you got to get two in this front three rounds, in my opinion. And then you could use the other positions to select a linebacker, which you desperately need. Maybe another corner, which you can use. A safety, which would be nice. But again, you're going to try to find some diamonds in the rough there. You don't need those positions next season. You need to help the quarterback. Because we can't line up a playoff game where we got Rob Davis, Deontay Burnett, and Greg Ward as your wide receivers next season. That ain't going to work. That worked last year at the end of the season because fortunately we were playing you know, the bottom end of our division and we played Dallas at home. And you saw what happened in that playoff game. I know Carson Wentz got hurt, but we scored nine points. So the offense needs to help the defense. I want to thank everybody for listening to The New Norm. Let's hope Jalen Rager has a very prosperous career. He's healthy. I mean, like I said, his 40 time was, was you know, it was not as fast as he was supposed to be because he was running with a sports hernia. and credit to him for actually doing it. And I know he was bigger for the, the, I mean, all these excuses. It's Again, it's excuses. I don't believe it. We'll see how fast he is when he puts the pads on and runs. Because you know what? I'm going to know how fast he is because the guy who's on the opposite side of him, who's 32, Deshaun, he could still run. So if you can't run with Deshaun, then we might have a little bit of an issue because you picked him at 21 because he's supposed to be a burner. But we shall see. I want to thank everybody for listening to The New Norm. Um, And as always, go Birds. 